Welcome to the Preach Jesus Podcast. I'm Lydia Trainer, and along with my husband Greg, we would like to welcome you to the podcast. In today's podcast, we look at a message Greg preached called The Healing Ministry, a work for every believer. Yes, today we reach the conclusion of our teaching on healing. This is the third and final part. So far, we've seen that Jesus came to rescue the human race from sin and provide a way home to heaven. We've seen that this is far more than an after-death promise. We're to have victory over sickness and disease and over all the maladies that sin ushered into the world. Jesus came to bring us a better life on the face of the earth today. In today's conclusion to the teaching... We're going to see that not only is healing available for us to receive, but God desires to use the Christian as an instrument to bring healing and miracles into the lives of others when we pray for them in Jesus' name. It really is an exciting message from the Word of God. Before we start the preaching clip, let's say a prayer and open our lives to the truth and power of God's Word. Father, Help us to open our hearts to the truth and power of your word. We pray that the grace and power of the Holy Spirit will reveal to us the truth of what we are studying. May it change our lives in such a way that we would never be the same again. Amen. You see, to me, it's no surprise that God heals today. From the time I was a child, I had an expectation that it should be going on. I just didn't know that it was part of being a believer, part of being made a family of God, that if God saw me fit to be a walking tabernacle of the Holy Spirit, He would see fit to let that Holy Spirit flow out from me and touch and change the lives around me. People say, well, I know that God uses people, but are you sure that He wants to use me? You make a very good instrument. It says of this indwelling presence of God, of this glorious presence of God, that this glorious presence is contained in earthen vessels. You see, when you lay your hands on a sick person and just use whatever words come to you, I use the name of Jesus. I ask for the need and I I call them well in Jesus' name. Father, touch this man and heal his broken leg in Jesus' name. Father, touch this man and take, give him a new kidney in Jesus' name. Father, touch this couple and renew their marriage in Jesus' name. You just mention the need and use the name of Jesus. And Jesus shows up in His power. You see, when, you, when the, the healing power of God flows, when a miracle touches a life, that should be very clear to them. The source of the healing, the source of the miracle isn't you. You're just the clay container for the surpassing glorious presence of the Holy Spirit. If they ever confuse it and thank you, tell them it wasn't me that did it, it was Jesus. If anybody ever thanks me from healing, there's been precious few people, I tell them it wasn't me, it was Jesus. And I say, let me tell you about Jesus, because they must not understand who Jesus really is if they thank me for healing them. God, man, Jesus, you, the gospel. God loves you. Man's fallen in sin. Jesus is dead for our sins, risen from the dead. You, you must accept Him. Do you want to ask Him into your heart and make Him your Savior? I always think of blind people who receive their sight. 
One of the most wonderful miracles I ever saw was we were traveling with the kids, and I tell Lydia that's either when we were young and crazy or back when we were still living like real Christians, because we used to pack up the car and we would go between two and twelve weeks. We're on one of these marathons. It was an eleven week trip, I remember. We're in about week five, and I was tired. I wasn't getting my prayer time. I was cranky with the kids. We, one of the two kids was still in diapers. They were maybe three and one and a half. I remember driving across Texas. It was a long drive that day. Prayer meeting that night. The Lord had been putting on my heart to include the kids in the healing ministry. You've got to understand, they're both toddlers. They've listened to me preach all night. They're looking for some juice and cookies. <laughs> and... No matter how many prayer group leaders in the local group I tried to include in the healing time, because the first time I saw somebody rested in the Spirit was when a lay evangelist came to our group and asked the prayer group leaders to pray over people. And because he included me, I began to see the power move when I was praying over people coming in groups. So I always try to get as many people as possible to do that, but the prayer time can go on really long. So we came up with the plan, why don't you come up when you want, mommy will bring you up, stay for one or two people. You know, whatever, you've you got to be realistic. So Lydia asked them when they had a little snack, do you want to go up and pray for the people? They both said yes. The next lady coming up, I thought that she had a hard time walking because they're taking her by both arms and she's really rickety. And so she's standing there in front of me. I found out, the hardest time she had walking was she was blind. And she was blind because the nerves were disconnected from the back of her eyes from beatings that she had taken from her drug addict grandson that lived with her. And you know, we put our hands on her and God opened her eyes. Just like that, she could see. I remember one lady in Pompano Beach, Florida. She was 83 years old. And God gave her her sight back immediately. The reason I know she was 83 years old is she took off running. She ran around the big part of the inner sanctuary of the church. And every time she took a lap, she'd come up to the ambo and announce in the microphone, I'm 83 years old and Jesus just gave me my sight back. That brings us to the end of the first part of today's message. Now for a few brief messages. For more information about our ministry, PreachJesus.org, visit our website at www.PreachJesus.org. For more information about the podcast, including what podcast apps the podcast is available to be heard on, please visit www.PreachJesus.org dot org forward slash podcast. You can reach that page by clicking on the word podcast at the top of the ministry's homepage. This podcast is available free of charge to all who would like to listen. We are believing God for 300 partners that will give $30 per month for the podcast to continue and to offer it for free to all. If you would like to join us as a partner of the podcast for any amount of a monthly gift, please visit the podcast webpage. You can also help us in praying for us in our work or by making a one-time donation. Again, more information is available on the podcast webpage at www.preachjesus.org forward slash 
podcast. And now, let's get back to the preaching of the second part of today's message. We're in the Northern Czech Republic. They brought a lady up. She was blind. She got her sight. First thing she did was push me out of the way. I say these poor people, because she'd seen for a long time before she went blind. First thing she has to look at is my face. (laughs) See, they don't thank me. They look at me and they say, I don't even think he got here without adult supervision. (laughs) She pushed me out of the way and she said, look at the church. Look at the church. The translator is telling us. It's more beautiful than I remember. Look at the altar. She was looking at the paintings. There's beautiful churches there. And then she started yelling, show me my family. Show me my family. Where are they sitting? You see, it's clear when the glorious power of God is poured out that you're not the miracle worker. You're not the healer. It's Jesus. And if they ever confuse it, point them to Him. But I want you to see you make a very good candidate for this because in your present condition, you're an earthen vessel through which this glorious power of the Holy Spirit is poured out. Paul says in Ephesians that the Holy Spirit dwelling in you is equal to, it's one with, it's in accord with the power that God displayed when He raised Jesus from the dead. So when a sick person comes, it doesn't matter if the doctor thinks their tumor is operable. It doesn't matter if it looks like they're already dead laying in a car in an accident on I-95. The power of the resurrection can take their dead body back to life can take the tumor out of their body, can restore the organs that the cancer has eaten away, can open blind eyes, can get the crack and the heroin out of their body, can take the depression and the suicidal thoughts that plague them out of them, that He can give them a new and a different life, that it's as near as the opening of their hearts, that this is the reason that Jesus of Nazareth entered the human race to come to a people who were helpless to overcome sin. To become the offering of our sin. That Jesus of Nazareth was anointed for this purpose to destroy the works of the devil. That it is as near as asking. So I hope this little study in the Word has given you a clarity. And we'll see that this is available to every person. If God had no interest in healing your body, why would He come to live inside of you? If God had no interest in using you in the ministry, why would He dwell within you in the fullness of His power every minute of every day? He made you worthy when Jesus shed His blood. He gave you the victory when He rose from the dead. It's available. So I want to leave you with this practical encouragement. Ask. Ask. Keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Asking to be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. If there's a sickness that's threatening to take your life, come up when we stop or, or during the healing time or when you receive the Eucharist or the Lord may be healing you when we're praising the Lord when we start the next session or as the preaching of the Word continues, people get healed as the Word is preached. But I hope our little study in the Word gives you the perspective. Sure, God heals today. And of course, He can use an everyday person. 
I hope it helps us to get over the hurdle of our weakness as Catholics. We tend to relegate it to special people in special places. You're a special person. Jesus died for you. You're a special place. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Ever present, ever ready to meet your needs and to flow through you. Put your hands on the sick people. We're praying people. I don't think I've ever been to a Catholic church that prints a bulletin that doesn't have the names of the sick in it. We're good at prayer. Next time, instead of saying, we'll be praying for you, say, can I say a prayer for you now? Hold hands with them, put your hand on them, whatever. AIDS be healed in Jesus' name. Lupus be healed in Jesus' name. Depression be healed in Jesus' name. I pray in tongues. Sick people don't mind. They feel the power. You don't have to pray in tongues to heal the sick. Broken leg be healed in Jesus' name. We make it our first remedy. Before we go for the medicine cabinet or call a doctor or a dentist or whatever, give God the chance to do it divinely. Maybe you'll have a better success rate with this than me. Not every person that I put my hands on is healed instantly or receives some divine flow of grace in healing. But I think like me, you'll be surprised at how, how often you see healing flow. I think like me, you'll be surprised in a good way how you're going to see the miraculous through your life. It's an every believer thing. The kingdom of God is as near as the opening of your heart. Ask Him this day for whatever you need. The kingdom of God isn't talk, but power. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of the three-part teaching. The teaching showed more of us the wonderful things that Jesus brought to us through his life, death, and resurrection. Yes, and so much of the scripture in that teaching I first heard from you, Lydia, in our personal time of studying the word together as a married couple. Not only were you the first to tell me that, of course, Jesus heals today, you were the first to teach me about it in the Word of God. Father Schwab gave us a booklet called Together for Life to pick out the Mass readings and to plan the liturgy for our wedding. I remember walking to the lake near, near your apartment after work, and we would read the next potential reading for our wedding and talk about it. Once we planned the wedding Mass, we didn't want to stop reading the Word together, that's really what got us reading and studying the Word together. Well, Greg, since we studied about healing in this podcast series, could you again pray for everyone to receive healing into their lives and to be used as God's instrument to bring healings and miracles to others? I sure will. I speak to those in need of a healing from sickness and disease, and I tell you, be healed in Jesus' name. Father, You, if you were a weak God... We would ask you only for small things, but you're a great and mighty God, so we ask you for the greatest of things. 
I pray for those listening in need of a miracle, and I say to you, receive your miracle right now in Jesus' name. I call it done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lydia and I want to thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. Lydia, close us out with a prayer, please. It is our hope that God does something good in your life today. Our prayer for you today comes from a traditional Irish blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Until next time, this is Greg and Lydia Trainer saying, Goodbye, Jesus loves you, and so do we.